Hello and welcome. You're listening to On the Pulse, Episode 3, When the Doctor School Comes to Town. I'm your host, Rob Becker. I want to introduce you to the Medical College of Wisconsin, Green Bay. It opened its doors on the St. Norbert campus to the inaugural class in 2015. At the end of this school year, that class of doctors in training will graduate and be matched with residency training programs across the country. In this episode, three people who played an integral role in the development of the campus help tell its story. The Medical College of Wisconsin is one of two medical schools in Wisconsin, and the main campus is in Milwaukee. When MCW first started to think about opening regional campuses somewhere in the state, they reached out to a gentleman by the name of Dr. Matthew Hunsaker. Through one of my colleagues, they uh, got my information, gave me a call one afternoon and said, oh, we're thinking about this, 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 and this. And uh, I was uh, polite, but had some pushback on some of the concepts that were related to the campus and their ideas. And uh, it was interesting because uh, I, I never imagined after that phone call that I would go up and give some advice and then later be contacted to consider being a candidate in the applicant pool. The applicant pool that Dr. Hunsaker is talking about was the pool to choose the campus dean. Dr. Hunsaker is now the dean of MCW Green Bay, and I sat down with him to talk about the beginnings of the campus before it even had a location to call home. My name is Matt Hunsaker. I'm the campus dean at Medical College of Wisconsin Green Bay. I've been in uh, academic medicine for a little over a decade. Uh, more formally, I, I taught as a volunteer teacher for a number of years, and then was in the University of Illinois system for about a decade before coming to MCW. Did some international work building schools as well as helping other schools uh, around the country as a consultant and uh, when they offered me the opportunity to be the dean of an uh, innovative three-year program looking at uh, the best methodologies for teaching uh, was interesting to me and it made the transition to MCW a little over three years ago. So Dean Hunsaker's experience in medical education and interest in an innovative campus brought him here to Green Bay. But I want to back up just one second and explore why the medical college decided to build regional campuses in the first place. To understand this, we need to revisit the early 2010s when the Wisconsin Hospital Association released a report about the physician workforce in Wisconsin. So leaders at MCW began uh, looking at the report from the Wisconsin Hospital Association and others had contributed to that workforce report about the levels of physicians needed in the future. And one of the challenges was there was an aging workforce of physicians, as well as probably Wisconsin as a state was underproducing the number of physicians it needed. Uh, suggestion was that 100 new physicians into addition, in addition to current training capacities would be required to maintain and grow the workforce slightly to address Wisconsin needs. One of the challenges for delivering a physician workforce is over-specialization and non-geographic distribution. Wisconsin is demonstrative of that. You have large areas of the state are health profession shortage areas by federal designation while still having two medical schools in the southern part of the state. So if you think of the medical education training capacity in the state, it largely exists along the I-94 corridor between Milwaukee and Madison in the past. By geographically citing one of the campuses away, there's a large body of literature that suggests Geographic location will enhance physician distribution, and that is usually done away from academic medical centers.
the Green Bay campus is actually the first new campus built in Wisconsin in over 100 years. In fact, the Wright brothers have been to Kitty Hawk more recently than a medical education campus had been built in the state. So from that standpoint, it was a bit revolutionary in Wisconsin to consider a community-based medical education program as a regional campus. But to address those health shortage needs in the future, something had to be done. MCW's taken that up with uh, providing half of that workforce shortage with uh, initially 25 students in Green Bay and 25 students in Wausau. When I came on board uh, was the fall of 2013. They knew there would be uh, 134 weeks rather than 152. Just for reference, most other medical schools have a four-year, 152-week curriculum. They had some things already set in stone, and they've been working on it a while. I think one of the challenges was to take early thoughts and sift them a little bit into the concepts that would become the campus. Early clinical learning, uh, preparation of the M1 student for clinical duties on clerkship. M1 in this case is just an abbreviation that means first year medical student. Here's some more thoughts Dr. Hunsaker had about three year programs in particular. But they push back on some of the traditional curriculum elements in the US. So they're at times uncomfortable. They're at times uh, uh, revolutionary in terms of you're gonna do what with whom and when. And so I think the, some of that thinking needed some uh, revision and refining and certainly I was not alone in the thinking but was one of the voices in the kind of taking those original work that they what was called the CMEP team or community medical education program and revi refining that into what could become the Green Bay campus. They then assembled the team which was called the community medical education program team and they began to develop concepts around MCW's discovery curriculum education being modified or adapted for a 134 week program rather than the 152-week standard four-year, in quotes, uh, medical education. Dr. Hunsaker recalled his experience as the opening of the school grew closer. Uh, as admissions interviews occurred up here, they were um, something that was just part of the going on of a medical school. Uh, the day that people really realized there would be students in Green Bay probably was somewhere around May before the first class arrived in July. The tempo of things need to be completed, we have last minute details, oh we never thought of that, all were urgently addressed to make sure everything was in place before they arrived. So planning arrival ceremonies, white coat, all the things that were, not that they were back burner, but they weren't the urgencies of uh, accreditation approvals and things that were very structural. There were a lot of details to be put together. I think really somewhere around May, as people realized the clock was ticking down towards student arrival, everything had to be ready. And so the tempo really accelerated in getting things uh, prepared for the class to arrive. Sometime into our interview, I asked Dr. Hunsaker who else had played a key part in the beginnings of MCW Green Bay. He mentioned lots and lots of community partners and individuals who played a role that we don't have time to delve into today, but highlighted one in particular. Yeah, certainly the, the teaching space that we have on the St. Norbert College campus uh, in the condo that is MCW's campus 
could not have happened without the direct support of the board and without the leadership of uh, St. Norbert's president, Tom Kunkel. I sat down with President Kunkel to hear things from his perspective. Well, I'm the president of St. Norbert College, a pretty classic liberal arts residential undergraduate uh, college just outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin. And we've got about 2,100 students. I am in my ninth and last year as president. So I came in the summer of 2008, and after we have commencement this May, I'm pretty much done. I've been, I am the seventh president in the history of the college, and the eighth president is a young man named Brian Brees, who is going to start this July. I asked President Kungle if he remembered the first time he heard about the possibility of an MCW campus in Green Bay. I do, actually. It was uh, somebody, uh, uh, an old friend of mine, um, who's out and about in the community quite a bit. He, he, uh, he dropped me a note, I think. He may have called, but basically he said, hey, don't know if you've heard, but there's some talk that the Medical College of Wisconsin is um, starting some very preliminary conversations with some officials in the Green Bay area about the possibility of maybe a a small regional campus up here and uh, you know just wanted in case you didn't know wanted to see because I would imagine St. Norbert College would you know might be interested in some affiliation well I didn't know that was the first literally was the first I'd heard of it nor did nor had anyone else at the college and it, and it turned out it was very very early stages and um, I had heard they were going to have a meeting with Mayor Schmidt in Green Bay and who happens to be a graduate of ours. And I, so I called Jim and I said, I'm, Jim, I'm not in the habit of inviting myself to meetings, but, you know, I've heard about this. Um, is, is it, you know, what, what do you know about it? And, and would you mind if we sat in? And uh, he said, well, that's about all I know about it, that there's some discussion and they do want to talk. And I'm certainly fine if you want to join us. So I, there was this early conversation that, that we were part of. Within fairly short order, Dr. Raymond, the president of the medical college, had sent a number of key people. They were visiting what the, who would become their future partners to ascertain interest and what we might be able to bring to the partnership, were we interested in a partnership at all, and so on and so on. And we met over in our admissions, uh, our welcome center actually, and I remember it was just a very, very good, vigorous conversation. You know, our missions kind of align. Um, we, even though we're a liberal arts college, we have a pretty uh, expansive and aggressive research regimen in the sciences. So we were thrilled with the concept the more we heard about it, and we said, well, we absolutely are interested. So as you, as you think about it, as you do your discernment, just know that St. Norbert College definitely wants to be a partner. So the medical college was, you know, being very deliberate. They were moving with what I would call their, you know, all deliberate speed. They knew this was something they wanted to try to do, and as they checked out the interest in the community and levels of support, they were very encouraged about Green Bay. And at the time, they were looking at six or eight different places around the state. That was how we sort of, uh, you know, came to know about it. We we uh, we loved the idea from the start. We certainly could see a lot of synchronicity with our institution and uh, with each check along the way in their process, it just looked for us better and better. Well, for starters, I should say, you know, we knew from the beginning the most important thing about having it 
as having it in the region, you know, we knew this would be a huge positive impact on, you know, what we call the New North region or Northeast Wisconsin or Greater Green Bay or however you want to call it. And it has been. I mean, the enthusiasm. I think maybe the medical college was somewhat surprised. Maybe not. But I think, I know they were bowled over by the incredible community enthusiasm and support for putting, you know, the original medical campus up here. And the and that continues to be, I think, a very tonic, you know, kind of a situation. The other thing I'll say, I've been very impressed. Uh, well, I've been impressed with so many things, and I'm a, I really am a big fan of Matt's. When President Kunkel says Matt, he means Dean Hunsaker. He's just very. I mean, he's clearly knows his stuff and is experienced with creating doctors, you know, you know, to work in all sorts of environments, but. Um, you know, th- th- there have been so many, you know, kind of uh, re- almost revolutionary wrinkles. I mean, the accelerated time frame, the, you know, try and saving a year of tuition, the idea of, uh, you know, trying to create more primary care docs, trying to recruit more and more students from the state so that they'll be inclined to stay in the state. Um, but even extended to you know the community advisory board they've created and the fact that they use non non medical people from the community as a as an interview sort of both an interview and an orientational screen and uh, interface with the students the the candidates i think is uh, really smart and powerful okay so i'm going to stop president kunkel right there for a second we haven't yet talked about a couple pieces of MCW Green Bay that he's talking about when he said... But even extended to, you know, the community advisory board they've created, use non, non-medical people from the community as, a, as an inter- sort of both an interview and an orientational screen. The interface with the students, the, the candidates, I think is uh, really smart and powerful. Here's Dr. Hunsaker again to fill in the gaps. MCW Green Bay uh, uses a bit of a unique model to get away from only GPA and MCAT being the determiners of who goes to medical school. We have to look a little farther in the uh, recruitment of students into who is the applicant beyond just a GPA and MCAT score. Every medical school has requisite thresholds above which a student must achieve to be considered for the aptitude and determination to become a physician. When you reach that GPA and MCAT threshold, in our case, those applications are screened in Milwaukee, and then they come to uh, a group called the Regional Applicant Advisory Committee. Individuals selected from the community for their impartiality, their leadership skills, and their demonstrated history of the past to be a concerned uh, citizen in the community about the goals of making Green Bay stronger and Northeast Wisconsin generally a better place to be. And that committee also helps us do what we call group interviews, where it's one student with a group of uh, seven, eight, ten members of the Regional Applicant Advisory Committee. It is uh, meant to be a comfortable conversation with the student about who are you, where are you headed, what are your future career interests, and how would a calendar-efficient three-year medical education align with that, and also why Green Bay, why Northeast Wisconsin, what is that good match that is student satisfaction, institutional satisfaction, and those elements coming together for a stronger uh, community cooperation to train physicians. So that 
recommendation from that committee, uh, because we are one medical school, MCW, goes back to the admissions committee, is reviewed, vetted, and they extend any offers to MCW that would include the regional campus at Green Bay. And so while we're involving the community, the authority still lies with the admissions committee, but that community voice is heard and is a very strong um, voice within the admissions process to make sure that this right student is at the right campus with the right future goals to be successful. And by using a number of individuals rather than the historical one or two faculty or one or two of a faculty and a student, we get a couple hundred years of life experience interviewing that student and evaluating them rather than just the somewhat limited vision of one or two people's perspective on a student or potential student. That process informs our decision-making and hopefully leads us to the strongest students we can locate uh, to participate in the curriculum. And we think that will yield dividends on the back end in terms of the quality of physician, their professionalism, their portfolio as a, a someone oriented to service of the community. Our last guest of the episode is Kurt Voss. He's part of both of these groups, the Community Advisory Board and the Regional Applicant Advisory Committee and sat down with me to talk about what they do. Kurt Voss is my name. Uh, I'm a local business owner here in De Pere. Uh, my company's named Amerilux International. And in addition to that, I've uh, become involved with uh, MCW Green Bay by virtue of my uh, inclusion on the Community Advisory Board, which I started back in 2014 before the, you know, the first class was appointed. And then a subcommittee of that, which is called the uh, RAC, uh, R-A-A-C, which is the Regional Academic Advisory Committee. Uh, and that is charged with uh, helping to uh, be part of the process of, of screening potential students, applicants to the med school. Uh, I think that uh, initially the Community Action Board was established to, uh, as a way of a kind of a conduit of information uh, between what uh, MCW was doing uh, in, in by putting this new school in, in a new community and having community members learn about what was happening and be a part of the process of establishing that medical school. The RAC, as we affectionately call it, is, uh, you know, we don't make the decisions per se as to who gets offered uh, from the potential uh, applicant pool, but we provide a recommendation to that committee at MCW. And we are charged with not vetting the applicants based on test scores or grades or anything like that, but instead, by definition, we are not even exposed to that information. We are assuming that anybody that finds their way to us has already been screened to the point where, from an academic perspective, they would qualify. What we're trying to do is find out the who the person is and who would be the best fit uh, in a relatively small class, typically between 25 and 30, and then equally important that they would be a good doctor uh, from our vantage point as it relates to all the non-academic parts of being a doctor. So we're trying to really get to know the applicant for those purposes. Mr. Voss also explained to me some of the rationale behind having members of these boards be from all walks of life and all parts of the community, not only from medicine. It's a cross-section of the community. Uh, the medical, some people that are involved in the medical community in different uh, facets of it. 
uh, and people completely outside of the community. Uh, bankers, business people, uh, people from the legal profession, um, just a, a wide cross-section of, of what the community is made up of. And so again, I think for obvious reasons, I think that's a, that was a very smart thing for MCW to put together. And then related to the the RAC, the, the, the organization that does the screening and interviewing of candidates, I think for the same reason, it's really uh, important. And, and that was, for me, uh, a very invigorating process. I would think that virtually all of us around the interview table brought some perspective that might have been a little bit unique that hopefully added to, you know, our chances, our collective chances of getting it right. The broader the perspective that you can get, I think the more effective any uh, enterprise can be. Uh, and independent of that, from the standpoint of just educating the community as to what's going on, the broader the the net of people that are, are, are part of that process, the better in my view. And let's face it, there, there's a lot to be excited about as a community. Um, this is a unique thing, something that uh, is happening in only a handful of places throughout the country. And uh, as a community, we should be proud of it and we should support it in any way that we can. I think the success rate of the student groups that have been picked thus far uh, are been very successful. And uh, if you compare them nationally to med schools in general, I think our, we, get, we get high marks. Obviously, the proof will be in the pudding. We haven't even had one class graduate yet. But mm -hmm. uh, certainly, f from what I can tell, it would appear that we're uh, above the curve uh, related to that. So it's really exciting to be a part of it. And now that we've talked about these community boards a little bit more, let's return to our interview with President Kunkel. But even extended to, you know, the community advisory board they've created and the fact that they use non-medical non people from the community as, a, as an interview, sort of both an interview and an orientational screen and uh, interface with the students, the, the candidates, I think is uh, really smart and powerful. And one of the things that I think, it's one of the reasons when you meet, you know, you and your cohorts, you know, everybody is always really impressed with, I mean, not, obviously you're smart and, you know, you're all great in, you know, in your undergraduate careers, but you're personable and you're engaging and you're, you like people and, you know, you, you know, you come up to people and stick out your hand and, and, and um, you don't have the sense that, you know, there's just, it's, this is just a cluster of people that, you know, got 36 on their ACT, but, you know, never went out, you know, when they were undergraduates or anything. You, you could see these people a few years down the road being your doctors. And that's what they were trying to do, and they're doing it. And I just, and I think, and I, and the, and I know the main campus is taking note. And I think to some extent, you know, adapting some of these practices for their own purposes because it's having a very, uh, I think, a very healthy uh, effect uh, as you know, part of the screen and the app, the application selection process. Everybody that gets recruited over there is a really, really impressive young man or woman. Um, you don't have to go very far to talk to people who've interacted with uh, the the medical students here. They they too, you know, they're uniformly really impressed with them as people. You know, not just as emerging doctors, but they're good people.
That wraps up our show for the day. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Dean Hunsaker, President Kunkel, and Kurt Voss for not only their time sitting down with me, but for their dedication to the Medical College of Wisconsin-Green Bay. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider rating On The Pulse in the iTunes app. Also, spread the word, tell your friends, like us on Facebook. The first Monday of each month, you can hear a new episode diving into community health in Green Bay. Next time, we have an interview with a big player in the Green Bay community health scene. You won't want to miss it. Until next time, stay on the pulse.
Yeah, absolutely. 